What's up, guys? It's Sholomani Duenya, a.k.a. Miguel Diaz from Cobra Kai. You're watching Man Cave Chronicles Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. You A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Sholo, welcome to the cave. Thank you, man. How you doing? Good, good. Thank you for coming back on the show, man. It was fun talking to you last time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So what's uh, what's new with you, man? Uh, what's going on with you since the last time we spoke? Uh, you know, just gearing up for season two of Cobra Kai to come out. I uh, just got on spring today, actually, so trying to make the most of that. And... Uh, Cobra Kai comes out in one week, so so just uh, preparing for that. Yeah. So uh, what are you doing for spring break? So right now I'm with a couple of buddies uh, over here at Mammoth skiing. It's my first time skiing, so it kicked my butt a little bit, but <laughs> uh, definitely, was that definitely your, worthwhile. Was that your first time skiing? Yeah, it was. Wow, so no, no uh, lessons was, yeah, or anything, me, huh? Me and my buddy, it was our first time skiing, but... Yeah, I actually I actually came out here with Jacob, who plays Hawk on the show. Oh, nice, nice. So, uh, yeah, how has your life changed since uh, season one of Cobra Guy and uh, the reaction it received? Yeah, I think uh, it's it. I guess personally, it hasn't changed too much, but hearing the the feedback from from season one is really nice because going into season one, there was a lot of not pushback, but What's the word? Uh, of hesitation amongst the viewers when it came to whether or not the show is going to be good. So now that season one has come out and we've heard, you know, what people think about it, what their viewers think, what the audience thinks, it's really nice to come back for season two with that mindset of trying to raise it to the next level, trying to bring in new characters that add to the plot and whatnot. So, well, yeah. So I. Uh... After this, after season one ended, uh, like what were some of the reactions that the fans uh, gave you? You know, for the most part, I, uh, I'm lucky enough to say that we all work on a show where the the reactions have been really positive. Uh, that's not something that you really see in this in this industry, especially like everything is very polarizing. But I think the people that watch Cobra Kai love Cobra Kai, and I and I, and I really appreciate that, and I'm uh, really grateful. Yeah. It, it, you also brought back people that you know grew up liking the original Karate Kid. Yes. So hearing these remakes like Star Wars and, and, and all of these other movies that are being rebooted, it's really cool to see how well Kai had done amongst all of the other reboots and renditions of of TV shows like Fuller House or you know like oh and stuff like that. So being able to be a part of it is uh, really one of a kind. Yeah. So I, I saw online that after uh, season one ended, you did a few comic cons. But how were those uh, meeting the fans for uh, Cobra Kai? You know, experiences like those are. There's nothing like being able to meet someone in person that is that enjoys what you do. You know, you you have social media, obviously, but there's only so far that that can go. But being able to go to these comic cons and stuff like that really does. Uh, 
open up your eyes to see just how many people enjoy the show. I and I and I really love it. Yeah. How was it? How was your time when you did the WonderCon a few a few weeks ago? That was super cool. So they got all of the the Cobra Kai members to come onto a panel. And that was like the largest panel that I'd ever been a part of. So seeing people, you know, react to some of the teasers that we released and stuff yeah. like that was really, really yeah. dope. <laughs> so uh, you played Miguel in the series. How would you, just for the listeners that are new, you know, they didn't listen to the last interview, uh, how would you describe Miguel? Miguel is a teenager, you know, very much like myself, who is coming into a new environment being, you know, West Valley High School and kind of figuring out his way through uh, high school. And he ends up meeting this sensei of his, Johnny Lawrence, and through Cobra Kai really starts to uh, gain confidence. So after season one ended, you know, some of the fans, they had like a love-hate relationship with Miguel. How do you feel? I think that it's a great reaction being that what you want to do is, is have people root for both sides. And that's, that's what I really love about Cobra Kai is that everything is kind of a gray area. There's, there's no good guy, bad guy. It's really just a gray area. Yeah. And because of that, I really appreciate and kudos to the writers who, who've done such a great job developing these characters and really flushing them out so that people can, you know, side with both sides. So, uh, you know, without spoiling it, of course, uh, where do you see, where does Miguel pick up in season two? So, you know, we've seen a couple of teasers come uh, out since uh, season one came out, and we definitely see that Johnny Lawrence is not proud uh, of Hawk and Miguel because of what they did in the tournament. And they learned very quickly what, needs to happen in order for them to grow as, as Cobra Kai's. Yeah. And that's actually one of the best trailers I've seen when you guys are in the dojo and he's yelling at you guys for the way you acted in the tournament. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, and I think it's something that, cause at the end of season one, you, you had all these people like, Oh no, you know, Hawk and Miguel have gone to the dark side and, and, and all these things. So going into season two, I think there will be a lot of opportunities for redemption and whether or not Miguel and Hawk take those opportunities is going to be uh, up for you guys to uh, find out. Yeah. So in season two, we're going to see Martin Cove. How was it working with him? That guy is so intimidating. I mean, just shaking his hand. He has the biggest hands and like he definitely lives and breathes you know, Sensei Kreese. So getting to work with him was a pleasure. And it was really cool that we got to see him almost every day. He lived so close when we were filming. So so getting to meet him and get to know more than just what is, you know, Sensei Kreese is, is really nice. Really sweet guy. So uh, for season two, how was the training to get ready to film season two? You know, season two, the training was a tad bit different. We, we definitely since we found out we were getting picked up for season one so much earlier, there was a slight pressure, you know, to, to get on the ball about training and whatnot. But the pressure really came when we finally, you know, came out to Atlanta and got situated because 
there's so much more choreography and, and action happening in the second season. So getting to prepare for that was a little bit more strenuous, but I think after knowing what to expect from the first season, it wasn't too hard to handle. Yeah. So uh, how long have you been practicing martial arts for? Can you say that again? How, how long have you been practicing martial arts? So uh, to be quite honest, I did a year when I was in the first grade, but that never really helped me, uh, you know, going into Cobra Kai. But we have a, a super amazing stunt coordinator, Hito and Janelle. They both help us so much when it comes to the karate. They're so knowledgeable and uh, really big in, in the martial arts community. So being able, yeah, uh, being able to work with such, you know, profound people in, in the martial arts industry is really a blessing. But there, there is a lot of training, at least two to three hours every day while we were out wow. there. Wow. Uh, so, what's uh, can you tell us a little bit about the training? What does it evolve with? Yeah. So, it usually starts off with an hour of just stretching, just because what you don't want to do is is tear anything or you know hyperextend any any muscles or stuff like that when you're doing choreography. So it's always, always, always at least an hour of stretching, if not an hour and a half to two. Then you go into a lot of boxing just so that you know how to punch and how to make punches look good. Because to be quite honest, even in season one, you start noticing that a lot of these fights don't happen in, you know, with the exception of episode 10 in the tournament, a lot of these fights do not happen in a traditional tournament setting. They happen in the street or in a school and stuff like that. So, so training a lot with boxing really did help because got to really get those haymakers those big wide hooks you know clean and stuff like that so that when you are in a traditional you know tournament setting everything is so much easier to throw because you know you know you can only go down from there yeah that's interesting so i had a listener that uh wanted me to ask you on season one on episode 10 if you fought hawk in the final instead of robbie who do you think would have won yeah you know what? Hawk is so crazy. I feel like he would have won. You know, this is, this is a question that I really, really love because in real life, Jacob would have definitely won. You know, one of the things that I love to say about him is that you, I could have broken both of his arms and his pride and his, you know, need to win would have definitely drove him to beat me. Even with, you know, two broken arms, two broken legs, that guy is relentless. And, and you know, he's definitely one of the you know mentally stronger people that i've ever met so is uh are we gonna see miguel trying to get uh samantha back or what we're gonna see you know (laughs) we we end up season one with with uh miguel looking for samantha and, and thinking that him winning the tournament is gonna rekindle that relationship but i think they're not that miguel doesn't want samantha i think he needs to learn a little bit more about himself and learn to harness Cobra Kai before he can even think about any girls. Yeah. That's an interesting way to see it. Yeah. So, uh, how was it working with season two with uh, Machu and Zapka? I mean, those guys, uh, I have nothing bad to say about them. They're the most humble, you know, hardworking guys I've ever met. Filming a show in, in three months, 10 episodes, you know, is very, very hard. But having people that provide comfort and, and really do 
make sure that everyone on set is, you know, in their tip-top shape really does help. I, I Going into the project, I definitely thought that they would be super cocky just because they're so iconic yeah. to, to everyone's family. But meeting them, it's almost like you're almost taken aback by just how wonderful they are to work with. Yeah. Do you, uh, in season one, what was like your favorite scene that you were in? Like, I could tell you my favorite scene with you was the cafeteria fight. The cafeteria fight definitely is a good one. But to be quite honest, the golf and stuff is one of my favorite sequences to be able to recreate such an iconic montage, you know, from the original yeah. movie was phenomenal. That was really, really cool. Yeah. Actually, I had Mary on and she said the exact same thing. Her favorite moment was that scene. Oh, no way. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that that's, there's nothing like that. Yeah. So, as she said, it was like just a, just the the history of, you know, you guys get to do that scene from the original Karate Kid, then you guys get to relive it. Yeah, it, it definitely is an experience like no other. Are we going to see anything similar to that in uh, season two? Without, you know, without spoiling it for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. the show revolves around the original Karate Kid and whatnot, but I don't, what we don't want it to be is super cheesy, you know? Yeah. They want all of these nods and all of these Easter eggs to come naturally and not seem super forced. And I think that that's something that our, our show does wonderfully. It's not too, you know, highbrow or brown nose or whatnot. So incorporating those Easter eggs in a natural sense, you'll, you'll see them all throughout Cobra Kai season two from, you know, the Karate Kid, the, the yeah. number one, number two, number three, the next Karate Kid. You, you definitely will see little uh, nods here and there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I noticed in, you know, social media, everything, you've, like, you guys have become like a close family, close friends. You're like always hanging out with each other, even when you're not filming. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, Jacob Bertrand, he plays Hawk. That's, that's my brother. I mean, he's right, you know, from the first day we filmed together, we, we've been super close since. And it's going to be really nice to, to be able to look back and be like, wow, how cool is it that we got to be best friends on camera and, you know, <laughs> off, you know, off camera. So I, I, I really do love that guy. But all of the people that are like on the younger side of the cast are so nice and so you know, pleasant to work with. In this industry, we really lucked out by having such a standout cast. And, you know, I can't say any bad things about anyone on the cast. They're, yeah. they're so pleasant, and they really do work their hardest, and you get to see that on the camera. Is there anything else you want to tell the listeners about Cobra Kai before we end this? You know, after Cobra Kai Season 1 came out, I think people thought, you know, there's no way it's going to get better. You know, you look on Rotten Tomatoes, it has 100%. How can you get more than 100%? But let me tell you when I mean it, when I say Cobra Kai Season 2 is 120%, 130% even. It's phenomenal. That's great. How many, how many seasons do you think you're going to see of Cobra Kai? I hope it goes on forever, but obviously we know that's not going to happen. I think... To get the most out of, you know, because you, you don't want you don't want it to seem repetitive or, or yeah. get boring or whatnot. Or not. I think six seasons is a really great number. Yeah. I think when you hit six, it's like, all right, you guys have shown that the writing is good, that the actors are good, and, and I, I think six is a great number. Yeah, and you know, most of most of us diehard fans for the show, we were hoping it would be more than ten episodes, also. 
Yes, I would. You know what? You're you know you're preaching to the choir, man. I I definitely agree with you. <laughs> so, uh, how can the listeners find you on social media? Yeah, so you know my my Twitter, my Instagram are the same thing. It's Cholo Maidwenya with an underscore in the middle. That's X O L O underscore M A R I D U E N A, and uh, you know Facebook, Twitter, all of those are all the same. All right, I want to thank you for coming on, man. This was fun. Of course, thank and, you so much, man. And let's get you back on for hey. season three. You gotta be kidding me. Is there any particular way you want me to wash these windows? Nah, I don't give a shit.